Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Thanks, Guzzi. And today, bugger all this election nonsense. We've got something for the kids. What happens when you play those supposedly harmless wiggle songs backwards? We talk to Angelina Jolie. Do we? Which Australian actor has been killed, set alight, arrested and pushed from a high tower more often than his peers? Harold and Kumar updates you flat out don't want. We'll play What Are You a Sucker For? Find out how Kevin Rudd caused Australia's drought and find out who keeps more customers on hold for longer. Richard has another exclusive get-together and we're not invited. And not forgetting you listeners, more of your ever-fabulous emails, serving suggestions and offers of Gymnastic Congress. French pastries, have they gone too far? In the second hour, it's our last chance to startle Bob Franklin. It hasn't happened in two years. Perhaps today he'll finally raise an eyebrow. Woo, Tony's going to Ibiza. Woo, in the Mediterranean sun. That is a chocker's show. It's all coming up on Get This, along with a possible cameo from the PM. Nobody can escape the marauding Prime Minister. They come and visit him. They even interrupt the Canasta game. Oh, nicely done. Talking heads, wild wildlife around the nation on Triple M. It is Get This. Hello, everyone. We're still broadcasting. Uh, it's me, Tony Martin, of whom people are saying... A little less conversation, a little more action, please. Yep. OK, thank you. We've got Ed Cavalli, who's saying Me Too. The trouble with Me Too, but, is it's OK to say Me Too, but who's he going to say Me Too, but to then? Oh. All right, fair enough. And Richard Marsden, who's like... Um, oh, he's like... Uh, um... Like a bad copier. Oh. Uh, where the boy next door doesn't actually put the answer out, you right. really get caught out. Okay. When you copy the work of the boy sitting in the next door desk, <sighs> if he doesn't fill in one of the answers, you're all at sea. And when you fill it in, you get it wrong. Okay, so, so pretty much Costello is full-time on the juice. <laughs> <laughs> These... These days, it's just... That was more torturous than that racing car with its highly calibrated settings nonsense. That's the new race car. That's the follow-up single. <laughs> if you notice, Richard's on best behaviour today. I have, actually. Do you know why? He brushed his hair. His mum's here. Yeah. Right, his yes. mum's outside in the atrium. Yeah, there she is giving us a wave. Didn't bring any... Uh home-cooked snacks or anything. That's, no, that's, 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 uh, she'll be marked down there. You know, if you ask her nicely, she might bring some cask wine. <laughs> plenty about that. We'll get her in here. I want to hear her. Yeah. I want to see her panelling a break, actually. Oh, okay. See where the skills came from. Plenty okay. to get to in this hour. In this, uh, well, for people not in Adelaide, this two hours of Get This Around the Nation. So many requests. Kitties have been emailing in. Kitties? Kitties. Oh. Wanting to hear when the Wiggles were on the show last year. Yeah. It wasn't all of them. I think it was just Anthony and Murray. Yes. Blue and red. Have we got a bit of that, Rich? What I'm going to do here is see, my Labrador, you can just produce a salt and vinegar chip. Yeah. And you get what I call the glass fangs, oh, the drool yeah. just coming down. Watch the same effect produced from Ed Cavalli mm. when we play this Wiggles song. Potatoes, fruit from the fridge. Tomato, sultana, a bowl of porridge. He's gone. Melon, pineapple, rhubarb in a dish. A mammoth, we squeeze on a fish. Spaghetti, I'm ready for a big piece of cheese. It gets better. Fruitcake with custard, may I have more please? Hungry? An apple, a pawpaw, and red strawberries. Roast chicken, fish fingers, and cream and jelly. Oh, look, that's... Enough, he's, he's losing it. That is, it's such a delicious song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But! What, Tone? Have you tried playing that song backwards? No, I haven't, Tone. Eh. Yeah. Have a listen to this. Hey, kids. Food is good. But why not try stealing? <laughs> stealing? Oh my stealing? Like that can't be right. Oh, can't go putting, you can't put that message oh, in there. Whoa! You don't want to encourage the kids to steal. Whoa. Kids, Amazing. don't steal. I don't right? Scottish Dave, the engineer. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's doing something. So you don't want to steal, kids. But if you do get caught, remember what to say to mum. I decline to comment on the grounds I may incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Memorise that phrase. It's such a useful it's phrase. So good. Yeah. Uh, I love Henry. 
Oh yes, the, uh, the octopus. The octopus. Is he hard to manage? <laughs> <laughs> In case you're not familiar with uh, Henry, have a listen to this. Move your arms like Henry. Oh, why not? Move your arms like Henry. Maybe not if you're driving. Move your arms around and around and around and around like Henry. But. Listen What's to what? what happens when you oh play that one goodness. backwards. Imagine how much shoplifting you could do if you had right arms. <laughs> oh, that's so wrong. I'm shocked. Ed, do you like a bit of Rango? I'm massively into Rango. <laughs> I love the Rango. Wags the dog. He likes the tango. Wags the it's funny enough about turning it backwards. <laughs> turning it backwards, you say, Anthony. <laughs> Interesting idea. Listen to this. Wags calls it Rango. We call it train surfing. And it's cool. It's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool, Wiggles. Trains, not even on one of those little miniature no. trains. Isn't it funny how Greg's voice sounds like Tony? <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain that. I can't explain <laughs> that. That's amazing, little quirk of nature. Just, just ah. one more. Have a listen to this. Oh, it's great. We'll travel near and we'll travel far. Oh, fantastic. Obviously, it's increasingly expensive to get around singing that song. <laughs> but uh, I tried playing that one backwards. I uh, don't, Tone, no. Sorry, that's, that's nothing to do with the Wiggles. Lose that. That was, of course, Maximum Satan by Annihilator. That was from Matt Dower's personal collection. Nothing to do with you guys. I know you only do that in your evening yeah. performances. Hopefully. We'll have a bit more Annihilator later in the show. You never know what we'll play next. Mm. Here we get this. Oh. Yes, we know. We're well aware of that mm. thirsty murk the hard way here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, of whom it has been said by Tristan Feidler, one of our emailers. When your show goes off the air in four and a half weeks' time, I don't know... Uh, where I'll find another show that touches the following topics. Moving violations, Stephen Segal and submerged British comedy from the 1970s, obscure Aussie TV shows, Police 10-7, and the nefarious activities of Richard Marsland. Mm. Now, to me, that list is probably part of the problem. Alan Jones <laughs> is yes. picking up where we left off. And he left out Zoo magazine as well. <laughs> yeah, and the nefarious activities of Richard Marsland. We've kind of got to go easy on that today because Richard's mum is here. Well, unfortunately for mm. both of them, I've got some graphic uh, audio of a party later on. Oh, so we'll get to that. That one. And of course, uh, I guess your mum, Richard, will be uh, firstly hearing the second hour of the show. Yes. For the first time ever. Brilliant, because she listens from Adelaide. That's right. And I guess she'll be um, bookmarking SBS 10 o'clock tonight. Newstopia. Newstopia, written almost entirely by our <laughs> panel operator, with contributions from Sean McAuliffe and co. That's, uh, look, as, I can't deny it. As I understand it. Uh, thank you very much, Paul Collier, who emailed in to say, just wanted to let you know Katie Lang is doing sport on Newstopia. Wasn't sure if you've seen it yet. <laughs> How dare you? That was just in the first episode. How dare you? A uh, lot of requests, people wanting, oh, yes, here we go. James Young says, what about those Kappa calls? My mates and I are obsessed with them. The missus hates them. <laughs> sums up this show, doesn't Pretty it? Pretty good. Now, firstly, they are in a podcast, Podcast 110. Mm. They're also on the front page of the Get This website. Just look for the naked photograph of Warwick Kappa. Is there any other kind? <laughs> and here's another phone call people are wanting to hear. This is from Karen Perkins of Hallett Cove, South Australia. She says, uh, please replay Tony when he tried to ring Telstra and couldn't speak to a person. Now, this is something that wasn't even meant to go to air. Mm -hmm. Remember one day, Rich, I was calling up Telstra to try and become the new voice of the speaking oh, clock. that's right. You that's wanted right. to be the new... Yeah, yeah. It was an audition. Yeah. yeah, sort of Frank Butcher style, if I remember. Yeah. And no one would answer. Yeah. No. You were recording for the whole time. Yeah. This wasn't intended for broadcast. This was just for Richard's amusement. Here's what happened. Welcome to the Telstra switchboard. Please hold while your call is transferred. 
I'll just put you through to one of our consultants. Please tell the consultant if you do not want your call to be monitored for coaching purposes. I want it to be answered. Just answered would be good. All our operators are busy at the moment. When are they not? Please stand by until you are answered. If anyone's monitoring this, as you can hear, it's just music for ages. I've seen your profits. Hire some people. Seven billion, billion, billion dollars a year and one person answering phones. The James Last Orchestra. You can afford to have them playing live. Oh, hang on, the better music variety continues here at Telstra. You never know what we'll play next. On hold all f***ing day. I'm sure Steve Vizard could get through if he had to. Hello, I want to buy some of your rubbish shares so that I can lose all my money. Answer the phone. Clearly, all the profits are being spent on music rights. Welcome to Telstra. To report or inquire about a fault on a data line or a Telstra IP telephony service, Press one. Who would want that? Or inquire about a fault on your the business fault is, telephone you haven't got any line. Staff. Press two. For what? a billing, sales, or phone connection inquiry, any kind of connection press three. Be good for hear. all other inquiries, and some press annoying four. music. To hear these options again, press seven. Nobody has time to hear them again. We did not recognise your selection. Please try again. Well, of course, you wouldn't recognise it. Please make a selection from the following four options. You're a recording. To report or inquire about a fault on a data line... Are you arguing with me IP now? telephony service, press 1. Who knows what that means? Report or inquire about a fault on your business telephone I'll line... I'll just press any press number. Two. This is ridiculous. For a b- you appear to be experiencing some difficulty. Who wouldn't be experiencing difficulty? You are difficulties? now directed to our customer inquiry centre. Just anybody. If you or another member of your household... ...have I'm a diagnosed life-threatening medical condition... Which can be verified yes. by your medical practitioner. Aging calls is the may problem. be monitored or recorded for service quality purposes. I'm a very old man. If you don't want man. your call monitored, please tell our consultant what when your call is answered. What about if I want it answered by a person? Welcome to Telstra. <laughs> At present, there is a large number of telephone inquiries for Telstra services. When is there Longer not? Longer than normal delays may occur. Longer than normal? Your what, call will be answered in turn years? if you can hold now, or if you have limited time, you may prefer to call back later. When we've got some staff. At the moment, you have been placed in a queue. When am I not placed in a queue? This is like a nightmare. This is like Brian Brown's Twisted Tales. But longer. So this is the digital information superhighway. Clearly there's a pile up. Clearly it needs resurfacing. I came from the dream time, from the, the dusty red soil place. Yeah, you would have been a lot younger, I'm guessing. The keeper of the flame. The keeper of the flame. Be quite keen to speak to him. I watch the call just come. 40,000 years I've seen the first. 40,000 years, that's, well, that's an absolute doddle compared to this. But never actually answered. Back to this one. We've had this one. Well, it's got your proof. I'll give them that. They've got your proof, the corporation. Okay, I, I think he goes for another 25 minutes. <laughs> but that's as much as anyone can take, I would have thought. Maddening. Even I are calling for music here at Triple M. <laughs> Listening to Triple M, the program is Get This, and that was The Clash with Rock the Casbah. All right, that's good stuff. Thank you, Warwick Kappa. I agree.
It's our last four and a half weeks here on the show and people are calling in with requests. A lot of things that we've um, already replayed or are up on the website, that thing where John Howard calls the sex phone line. Mm-hmm. Naughty. That can be found in podcast number six. <sighs> Going way back. Way back. Also part of prior offences, Kim Beasley with a stapler up his ass. That's podcast eight. Yes, and the podcast was shorter at this point, weren't they? Were they about 20 minutes, something yeah, like that? Yeah, even the podcast started to blow out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A uh, lot of people saying, you know, how does Richard live his life? Oh, good. Good, 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 good. Another guest from Tristan Barlow, Richard's yep. one-bedroom apartment is like Gene Hackman's cage, an enemy of the state, <laughs> which is uh, which allows him to torrent Dean Guy's album, Undetected. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. Not a bad guess. Not bad. Well, I think Not it's bad. more like Gene Hackman's apartment in the conversation in the yes. final scene. Yes, which enemy of the state was kind of alluding to, That's wasn't true. it? Alluding to, ripped it off. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, okay. guys, I'll just say it. <laughs> Not compromising on this show. No, no I'll say it. It's uh, there. Richard, you've got uh, something over there, a clip I think you want to play. That's right. Uh, one of the big MySpaces, a big fan of Ed's, um, and is constantly emailing and is always across the show by the name of Mel. Oh, yeah. Mel. Uh, she said that today she was listening to one of the many Get This podcasts, came across something that she thinks is very spooky. In podcast 82, about 25 minutes in, Tony's reading out an email someone wrote in suggesting that we celebrate February. Have... <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> Elliot Burley wants us to celebrate Fezbuary. I'm expecting we'll be sacked by Fezbuary. <laughs> there you go. Is Tony a psychic? Thanks very much, Mel. Kiss, kiss. Um, but that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, we're reading out an email of yeah. a clip reading out an email. Yeah. yeah. And well. then this will be put into a podcast and then we'll all just implode. The time space continuum will be interrupted. Well done. Success. Very, very good stuff. <laughs> Uh, what about this? Lisa Abraham writes in and said, I saw Ed at the gym not long ago. Couldn't help but notice his impressive ability to go gangbusters on that funny cross-training machine while simultaneously grooving, hip-swaying to the music. Nice, <laughs> says Lisa. <laughs> oh, there's an address on there. I'll pass that on Thanks to you. Thanks very much, much, Lisa. Okay. Attach photo. People are asking for replays of things I don't even recall doing. This is going back to Martin Malloy days. She says... Tony was some kind of French stuntman who built a life-size replica of the board game Mousetrap and attempted to run through it. I don't remember that. <laughs> remember Evil McNeevil, my failed Scottish stuntman character? Never caught on. Uh, yeah, I don't know where that is. There's so much stuff. I don't know where we're going to find half of this. Look, Mark Butler, he's uh, emailing from Surbiton, Surrey in the UK. He wants to hear... Oh. Oh, yes, Paul McCartney. Now, you remember, I think it's in the news at the moment. He married a one-legged prostitute, if you recall. Didn't go so well. No, and while you were out of the country, I think at the World Cup, Glenn Robbins came in to co-host. That'd be right. I think we've got a clip here, Rich. Paul McCartney, have you been following his misfortunes? Now, hang on. He had he, separated from the wife. Yes. Yes. Turning 64. Turned 64, and then possibly the, the wife was involved in German pornography. But, you know, it was all predicted in one of his uh, performances only uh, seven or eight months ago. He predicted everything that was going to happen to him. Nobody seems to have noticed. Have a listen to this. When I get older, dye my hair Seven months from now Will you be revealed to be a prostitute? Photographed performing with fruits If I forgo a prenuptial clause Will you try to score? Will you divorce me and intercourse me When I'm 64? Now, obviously, we couldn't get a recording of Paul McCartney for copyright reasons. We had to have a slightly off-tune impression of him. If you squinted your eyes, it sounded exactly <laughs> like him. Yeah. You squinted your yeah. ears. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's interesting because people have been waiting for him to turn 64 because right. what is going to happen? Will he still be able to do that song? The question I want to know is will he still be able to do it like 10 years in the future? <laughs> no. He'll have to do a retrospective version of it. <laughs> younger, losing my hair several years ago. Wasn't that when you were doing German porn, giving Adnan Khashoggi the horn? Going to orgies, sucking some <laughs> who could ask for more? 
Did you abruptly divorce and bankrupt me when I was 64? <laughs> I was squinting. It almost sounded like him. <laughs> okay, more predictions in a moment. Here again, this on Triple M. Is any better? That's Eddie Vedder. Here we get this. That's right. We're back on here. Sorry, Tom. Still brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Oh, huge pulling power. Oh. Rugged good looks. That oh. hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. This no. show's fluctuated through time slots. It's gorgeous. And employment. <laughs> the Navara has remained true. <laughs> Absolutely. As rugged as ever. Mm. Attack the weekend the way you might attack the workday. That all. That's all fine. That's all well and good. What about the Get This podcast? I'm not that wonderful with computers, but it's a very simple step-by-step process. It certainly is. Good for anyone, whether you're wonderful with computers or not. It's going up today, a new one. What number, Tone? Oh, 142, I think. What's in it? Well, we haven't made it yet, and obviously oh, there's a lot of replays. Lazy, lazy man. There's replays. I'm trying never to repeat anything in the podcast, but the lawyers are hopefully letting us have some music rights, so, you know, Ooh. the sizzle keeps on coming. <laughs> Is it time, do you think? We have got a beautiful replay to hear now, mm-hmm. mm. but I think I'd rather meet Richard Marsland's mum. Same Mrs. here. Marsland, oh. would you care to come step on into in. the studio? Come on. Come on in. Then you come. Oh, okay. But look at this. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, oh, Richard, that's, that's, that's very odd. Round in the middle. In here, this is the guest. Uh, no, 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 not on Richard's lap. She's uh, probably around to sit on Richard's lap. That was... Uh, yeah, this is where the guests, that's where... Uh, oh, hello. Yeah, Bob Franklin will be sitting in that chair momentarily. Talking to that thing. Headphones, they're deliriously loud, I'm afraid. Told you. Yeah, sorry about that. You're talking to that thing. Pointy stick, Mum. Welcome to Get This, Mrs. Marsland. Thank you. How do you rate Richard's skills on this program as compared to previous shows you've observed him operating? He's sitting down. That's true. <laughs> Which is the first. Did, he, did, did you he... go in on his late night sex program ever? No, I oh, missed I was that one. Poor yeah. taste, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. I'm getting right Contributed on, on the phone. Sorry, Richard's oh, just sorry. doing a bit do of roadie. Do I have to go with... right in there? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, afraid you do. Sorry, Lum. Sorry, Dale. Now, which of his many, many programs and segments over the year have you enjoyed the most, do you think? Well, I love Get This. I love oh, that's it. nice. Um, I enjoyed him on AM Adelaide. He was good on that. AM <laughs> Adelaide with, with Anne Wills. Mm-hmm. But I, anything Richard does, I love. Well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess well, so. Well, there's one <laughs> segment. There's one segment he's never bothered to play to us. So uh, we've only got the theme tune. You come in the grand day. What the hell? Triple M's Mingo. Oh. All you have to do is play a little game we have. It's called Mingo. Musical bingo on the radio is the way to go. It'll help with your cash flow and you'll have that winning glow. Listen weekdays from 9 for Triple M's Mingo. <laughs> Listen to the songs when you hear them call us up and say bingo. Bingo! bingo. Nothing could be easier every workday. We will boost your pay when we give the cash away. Woo! That's the name of the easy little game called Bingo. bingo. Triple M! Come back, back, Mrs. Marson, come back! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the bingo bus. Oh, oh, finger bus. <laughs> I mentioned the finger bus. You'll stop. The finger bus is coming, <laughs> and everybody's running from north to Ibiza in the Mediterranean sun. She's dancing. <laughs> she is dancing. We've had so many requests to hear that again. Listen to this. This is the kind of, um, well, reaction your son attracts on this program. This is from. Um, yeah, Ben Kavana. I can read that out. Good. I've been listening to the podcast recently and my car has stopped at the lights when our Marsland's chart-topping Venga buses coming started blaring out of my speakers. Group of guys in the next car started to laugh. One of them shouted out, Yeah, the Venga boys are awesome, mate. To which I replied, um, it's Richard effing Marsland, actually. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys who looked particularly baffled wound up his window and locked the door. <laughs> I think Mum said the Richard effing Marsland phrase a few times in her past. Oh, um, the old occasion. Really? Mm. Now, I've heard, uh, Mrs Marsland, that, you know, little kids like to get around in their in their parents' clothes and stuff like that. Oh, but that's great. Well, he still insists on wearing your high heels to work every day. Oh, but he leaves his pink tutu at home. He does, he does. <laughs> and that his 21st was a wide stance theme party at the Beald Gardens. Is that true? Um, was it more like a slosh up at Gawler River? But there we go. A slosh up. I think the Venga bus did go on to Really? The Do you think he needs a haircut? Because I think absolutely. that's absolutely yep. disgusting. I'm taking him straight away after the show. Yeah, get the bowl Actually, on Actually, I was going to do it myself. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is sure. a great idea. We can set up the cameras. They can get straight on the website. Yep. Richard yep. Mars and have a haircut. What about uh, this sort of phone-in topic we've got going? Um, how does Richard Mars live his life? Mm. Oh, okay. I'm... I'm the phone topics really annoy me from Adelaide because I can't ring in. Oh. Um, What's the segment called, Mum? The, the segment? Uh, it's uh, Up Your Rooster or, no, Up the Mountain or Up something. Up Your Wrist? 
Fuck your rooster. No, <laughs> no. Sure, we'll retire whatever, him, whatever you want. He gets want. very frustrated when I say, I've missed, you know, up the mountain or well, off we, your mountain or climb the mountain. Let's go up the rest down the mountain. next. Uh, as for people wanting Mingo, maybe we'll have a round of Mingo before uh, we sign okay. off in four Fantastic. and a half weeks. That was actually Andrew Brown who wanted to hear that jingle. He also says, would love to hear from Ed's Hollywood reporter. What's the latest on Sinseltown? Nah. Lindsay Lohan. That's all he says. Talk back about next. Up the wrist. I'll get this. Oh, everlasting love. That's you two here at Get This Around the Nation. Thank you, Mrs. Marsland, for sitting in for the last break. Very nice. It's time to accede to the requests of our listeners. Bron Ludwig, in particular, (laughs) who wants this to be our theme from now on for Talkback Mountain. Thank you, Matty D. <laughs> System of a down. Welcoming you to radio's highest points where the big issues are canvas. What are we talking about today, Ed? What are you a sucker for? What are you a sucker for? And what are you a sucker for? Eurobeat. Oh, you like a bit of Eurobeat. I love Eurobeat. Tone, summer's coming, which means uh, one thing. Some Dutch bloke is going to get hold of a classic song and absolutely butcher it, (laughs) and I cannot wait. I mean, you've got all the classics, Ice MC, Tone, S Club 7, Cotton Eye Joe, and the granddaddy of them all. I'm a scat man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyone? Well, anyone. People like Dutch. Oh, I love it. Something is rotten in the state of the Netherlands. That is great music. But there's another kind of music that I'm a sucker for. Let it play. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I see. This will count as a song if we play the whole thing. You can keep talking, Tony. This is like uh, (laughs) like those shows, you know, those radio shows you see where it's just all, oh, it's the hot 20 at night. Here we are. And now he's pink doing it to you. We back. (laughs) We'd still be on if our show sounded like that. Uh, Here's the kind of music I like. I'm a sucker for thinking music. How much thinking did you get done then? Still nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was distracted by the xylophones. I couldn't think. No, it's very helpful thinking music. Just get some thinking music for your office if you're having trouble thinking. Fantastic. And what am I thinking about? Oh, so many phrases that I'm a sucker for. You know, politicians, Mm. the tortuous analogies they use and the little sort of button phrases uh, they like to try and, you know, drop into the conversation and then they might catch on. Yep. Rudd likes a bit of this. Wacko the diddly-o was suddenly over the line on that one. I love that. Yeah, yeah. But his predecessor, Kim Beasley... Much better. He was much better at it. This is a complete dog's breakfast. Mm-hmm. An absolute dog's breakfast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, tossing a few more cans of Powell into the dog's breakfast will not, in fact, make a decent breakfast. Oh, bring that bloke back. What? I'm a sucker for Peter Costello's tortuous analogies. This is like a highly engineered... Oh. Racing oh, yeah. car. We know, we know. One miscue, yeah. you take, take one a corner a foot, foot too wide, wide. Yep. and it'll crash. That's right. I'll tell you what I wouldn't be doing. I wouldn't be putting an L-plate driver in the cockpit at the moment. Absolutely. That's the short version of that. <laughs> and as for the Prime Minister himself, I just like it when he busts out. <laughs> yes, I'm a sucker for them all. Sucker for it. Uh, Mr. Marsden, sucker for what? Speaking of this computer right here, I, I can't hear this sound enough. Oh, where are they? I like that one. Um, I also where like... are they? He's looking around. It's <laughs> Crystal walked in. Uh, easy, Mum. Easy. <laughs> oh, um, that's a second. That's that the, is the, that's no, the no. second she loves joke it. like that that he's made about his mother. One more, and you got to have the eyes out. <laughs> Oedipus style. <laughs> Hang on. Not this time's not. I hope. Oh, um, I also I also like Sorry. the stories where where uh, some guy finds a massive diamond accidentally. I love that stuff because then whoever whichever he, whoever his girlfriend is. 
you know, it's implied, you know, I mean, how does he explain to her that perhaps it might not be for her in the future? What? Because if he finds that it, would never even cross my no, mind. There, there's this guy uh, who was digging at this diamond park. He found a 3.92 carat uh, white stone diamond. Yeah. He was digging with his girlfriend. Yeah. But, you know, what if he, you know, was going to break up with her next week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great diamond, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah it really is pretty. What am I meant to, uh, <laughs> yeah, admiring that? Do you mind if I just, I'll get, I'll get a cab home. Yeah. You take the car. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm a sucker for. The way Richard Varson tries to crowbar a story from the news he has half a joke on into a segment it's clearly got nothing to do with. Yeah. I'm a sucker for things. Yeah, that bit of music for a lovely cat. Yeah. For a nice cup of tea. I'm a sucker for stories about a guy finding a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're always doing them. <laughs> Day doesn't go past. That is what I am a sucker yeah, for, really. It can be anything at all. Anything at all. There's obviously a few rude answers that I can feel people already forming in their brain. Look, some of you call in and do it just so Seth gets to hear them, and then everyone else call in with a sensible one. That's fair, Tone. That's fair. One triple three five three. Thank you, Rogue Traders. Voodoo Child here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Today, we're trying to find out what you're a sucker for. And I'll tell you what I'm a sucker for. Those comments online at petitionspot.com. Wow. Have you seen them, Ed? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's a lot of sadness in the office and the studio at the moment. Mm. But whenever you want to just turn that frown upside down, get onto that Get This Petition. Very funny. This is my reaction every time. No. Oh, yeah. The one of the Prime Minister. That's right, the Prime Minister. Let's try that again. Okay. For the podcast. Give me the You line. ready? Yep. This is my reaction every time. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes I do have a milkshake, so it can go either way. Look, let's meet the listeners. Good day, Stefan. How are you? Hey, Ed, Tony, Richard. How are you? Ec- we are excellent. Tell me, what are you a sucker for? Gonna miss you a lot, by the way, when you are gone. Oh, we'll be around to your place, don't worry. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm a sucker for, um, I love horror movies, and every time I get these so-called new ones which say, you know, double thumbs up and all this, they, they're just crap. Yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're that crap, you're just forced to watch it finish to see how crap it really is. What sort of ones are you talking about there? Oh, I hired one recently just called The Wisher and had all this stuff, you know, good on the cover and, you know, great movie, scary as hell. Yeah. And it was just garbage. Okay, yeah. now, and what would you rank as a good one, though? Really scary one. Oh, anything with Steven Seagal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the hairline is terrifying. Hey, can I quickly tell you something about Steven Seagal? Yes, please. I was in the warehouse the other day, you know, them cheap shops? Yeah, yeah. And they had one of his DVDs in the bargain bin. Yeah. For $4.99. It was called The Shadow Man. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's... And, on, and on the front of it just had you're either with him or you're dead. Wow. <laughs> What a choice. Yeah, well, I didn't get it. I got some um, fingers for my daughter for Halloween instead. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a tough even, choice there, Stefan. Four ninety five is too much for The Shadow yeah, Man. Yeah, absolutely right. Thank you very much. Pretty much all of his recent films is The Shadow Man. It's very informative. This is. We're oh. learning a lot. Mm. Uh, hello, Josh. How are you? Hi. Oh. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you going? Good. Uh, what, what are you, s- you a sucker for, sir? I'm a sucker for chocolate. Oh, oh. just chocolate in general? Yeah, just everything about it. Now, uh, Josh, what do you think of these so-called healthier options? Apparently, they've got more cocoa in them, but for me, they just taste like powdered powder. You know what I'm saying? Don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Brown powder. And what about, do you favour the dark chocolate because of this notion it might be good for you? Nah, I'm a fan of the Cadbury chocolate. Yeah, Mm. good on you, Josh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Important health issues. Josh sounds like a uh, weekend listener, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> a late night weekend listener. Yeah, uh, right. Good on you, Josh. We'll right, s- thanks a lot. We'll send a few Chiquito bars around. Yeah, your we'll way. Steal them from the 7 Eleven. We'll get them to your house. Finally, Rob, how are you? Not too bad. How's it going, fellas? Excellent. What are you a sucker for? I'm a sucker for a show on Foxtel on the Fuel TV channel called Poor Man's Bikini Beach. Hang on, hang on a sec. Now, Rob, I've got the but all of those things, the Foxtel, etc., etc. What's Poor Man's Bikini Beach? Because I know Bikini Beach regular. What's Poor Man's Bikini Beach? It's basically the same show hosted by a very scary guy that you'd avoid at the train station. <laughs> so it's the same show, just with a creepy guy. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, uh... And do they go to a shabbier type of beach? Oh, he's gone. See you, Rob. Another victim of the Shadow Man. Oh, the scallop industry got to him. (laughs)
Thugs in the scallop industry. Well, uh, thank you, everyone. Oh, is that all we've got time for? That's all we've got time we for. We had a lot more suckers on the line. Yeah, we did. Thanks to everyone uh, sending in messages. Yeah, and no one rang with any filth. Uh, I mean, listeners, mm. come on. What did I say? Mm. At least some filth assessed to have to listen to. Not uh, even one. Yeah. Cecilia had her sailor costume on. She was ready to blush. <laughs> Nothing came forth. But forget about filth. What about startling someone? Oh, yeah. We've been trying to startle this bloke for two years. He's unstartleable. We've failed. Maybe the listeners can crack him. It's Bob Franklin. Get this. We've got four and a half weeks to go. Anything can happen. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Lame. I want cause I can if I don't because I wanna Prepare to be startled Australia Be ignored by the stiff and the board because I'm gonna well, We're gonna have a crack at it anyway thanks to the Nissan Navara Still our sponsors here at Get This It's the second hour Bob Franklin is here Welcome aboard Bob Oh hello Tom uh, I saw you nearly startled just a moment ago because did Ed nearly give away some sports results to you? Yeah you straight on to it what Trying was to it? spoil my day <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. What's the game? What are we talking about here? Uh, UEFA Champions League, Tone. I have Richard, no, any no, idea? No, I don't know what that means either. You're a big Locomotive Moscow fan, aren't you, Tone? Um, if you say so, Ed, I am. <laughs> what, what is that about, Bob? What, what, the round ball, is that what we're talking? The round ball, yes. Uh, some games on, they're repeated tonight. Mm. Uh, but, uh, oh no, not good enough for Ed. Mm. He's got to get up this morning and ruin everyone's day with the results. <laughs> <laughs> now, this World Cup, I was waiting for Ed to pop back to the World Cup this year, and then someone tells me it's what, only every four every years? Every four years, Tone. What's that about? That's a bit lazy, isn't it? I can understand election every four yeah. years, but why not have the World yeah. Cup every year? Well, it's a lot of qualifying, and it takes a long time to get together, Tone. You know, the songs don't write themselves. It takes yeah. four years to gear up for another World Cup. How, yeah. how does it take so long, Bob? How is that possible? Well, it's a big job, Tone, and, uh, I mean, yeah, I find your attitude ridiculous, to be honest. <laughs> Otto Fister needs that much time to get Togo into shape for another crack. Hey, Togo are doing all right. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure they are under the Fister regime. But uh, are you prepared to be startled by our listeners? I know it hasn't really happened. Glenn Robbins nearly did it uh, last year. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. Absolutely, I'm prepared. All right, we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about the magic that is Bob Franklin's accent in the librarians. Oh, yeah. In this hour of Get This. (laughs) Yes, the walls. John Mellencamp, we know. Thank you. They're crumbling down here on the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Uh, Bob Franklin is here. He's still here. Thank God he didn't disappear during the song. Uh, Bob, are you on Newstopia tonight? So, did you get a round of applause just for staying here? <laughs> we do. <laughs> for attendance. We're very appreciative. When we leave that fake round, we'll be going with us. Do a lot of people just leave after five minutes? Well, when the old melon camp cranks up, it tends to uh, be time to lock the studio door. <laughs> so it's the men from the boys. You have heard that we've um, um, been shown the door. Bob, I hope there wasn't anything to do with um, your appearances. I know there's been a couple of controversial ones. Oh, well, I will say, Tom, I think it does illustrate, uh, you know, what a pack of cunts. I lie. I don't think they are country people. <laughs> They're not country people. Many of them from the city. Most from the city. I Absolutely. Think. Urban. Urban renewal. That's what we're about. Cycles of renewal. Urban development. Absolutely. But you wish I'd left after five minutes. I, no, I love it. <laughs> Bob Newstopia, please. Are you in it or are you not? I haven't seen you in the two episodes that have been to air, unless it's another one of your subliminal appearances. No, I, uh, I'm just in uh, this one uh, this very evening. Uh, yeah. One of a string of sports reporters who uh, oh, okay. keep being replaced. Mm. I noticed that. Ed was the first week. I got the chop. And Ed's I'm going. And gone. Because you were the only cast member who didn't come back the second week. And yeah, I'm yeah, going, oh, is that a running joke or is that just something that George... No, no I said some stuff off air that... Uh, <laughs> Got back to Sean, away I went. Was it about John Mellencamp? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I suggested... They're big that, fans of the Mel in there. I just, I, I suggested that Sean was no Summers. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. There you go. He didn't like it. Hasn't spoken to your no, sis. No, no. Okay, that's you've tonight. Touched, you've touched a nerve. I have, actually. <laughs> 10 o'clock, SBS. Check it out. When you finish watching Summer High Tide on the ABC, just flip over. Okay. If David Stratton's beard appears on your television... Then that tells you you should be over on SBS. <laughs> That's how we do it at our place. But let's also talk about what replaces Summer Heights High next week on the ABC, The Librarians a fine new series that you're in. Yes, that's a six-part series written by Robin Butler and Wayne Hope. Yes. And Wayne directed it, and uh, it's quite a, quite a dark, 
darkly humorous little yes. series. And, and you uh, play a librarian. I play, uh, well, I actually play a petty thief who uh, has to do community service in the library. <laughs> so, uh, Hence the moustache, Bob. <laughs> yes. Very nice. <laughs> nice tash. And nice accent. What is that accent? Would that be called a Welsh accent that you're sporting? That's a Welsh accent in uh, in the librarians, yes. Newport, to be precise. Right. Newport, South Wales. Possibly the ugliest town in uh, in the world. <laughs> really? really? Now, yeah. Bob, I've never quite known, because you're very sort of shadowy about your biography. Are you from Wales or are you from London? No, I'm from London, but I lived in Wales for a while. So I lived... Right. Uh, I live close to Newport, and um, yeah, so I was surrounded by people doing that accent for uh, for quite a few years. Now, what is the Welsh? You know, we know about the Irish and the Scottish and the English sense of humour. What is the Welsh sense of humour like? Well, that's a good question. Is there one, or is it like Germany? Whenever we have German people in here, and you say, "What's the German sense of humour?" There's just a very long pause. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think. Um, have you seen their national costume? No, what is it? The Welsh national costume. Well, that will give you some idea as to their, <laughs> their sense of humour, I think. I'm wearing it today, Tony. Maybe the uh, final show, we're all in Welsh. That'd be lovely. National costume. Yeah, that'd be lovely. <laughs> is that sizzle? How do we... <laughs> People in Welsh find out what that is. <laughs> okay. Well, now we've got some more country music to hear at Triple M, and then we're going to come back with... Oh, Bob Franklin is here. He's prepared to be startled, but I believe the Federal Treasurer wants a word. That'll be next. Bob! (laughs) Thank you. Ugly Dave Gray and the Foo Fighters with the Pretender here to get this around the nation on Triple M. Bob Franklin is with us. Uh, Bob, do you take any interest whatsoever in the uh, election campaign? Do you get into that? Oh, yes. Yeah? Any observations so far? Mainly in the tyres. Oh, yeah, yeah, the tyres. What are they doing in the tyres at the moment? I have no idea. I wasn't really that interested. <laughs> yeah, chunky. I noticed how it's going. I panicked and grabbed something. <laughs> <laughs> That's how radio tends to work. Uh, what are, if, if people were to go around to your house, uh, what would be playing on the telly at the moment uh, instead of election coverage? Uh, porn, probably. Porn? Yeah. Any high-quality gear? Plumpers? Are you going for the plumpers? Or old and ready? Uh, that's one Stephen Curry was promoting the other day when he was in here. <laughs> Stephen Curry was in the one that I had on. <laughs> really? Did he say, I've dug a hole? <laughs> Sorry. Pardon me. Uh, the election campaign, it's... it's I'm getting... laughing. I've no idea what that meant. No, uh, neither enough. have I. Yeah. Just move on. That's what we say. Uh, it's been fairly ugly so far, the election campaign. Well, Still four and a half weeks to go. But do you remember early in the year when Peter Costello was just blaming Kevin Rudd for pretty much anything and everything? Well, this is because he knows he's in trouble. There's a poll that's, been, that's come out that says that Costello may lose his seat. Oh, really? Yeah, he's blaming Rudd. Okay. Well, uh, I, I do know... <laughs> Just in regards to uh, Mr. Costello's electorate, mm-hmm. I think it's Higgins, yes. which is in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I used to live quite near there. And you drive past his electoral office. Oh, yeah. And there'd always just be some glaziers replacing <laughs> the front window. <laughs> <laughs> and I mentioned this to John Clark. I bumped into John Clark. And I said, uh, oh, yeah, I drove past um, Peter Costello's electoral office a few times. And obviously people are just driving past and throwing bricks through the window. Mm. And John Clark uh, replied, you're assuming the bricks are coming from the outside. (laughs) (laughs) But have we got a bit of Peter Costello on file, Mr Marsland? Oh, well, look, I I think we've all uh, got the measure of uh, Kevin Rudd in the last week. I mean, he's he's a criminal. He's a criminal? Well, I mean, he's he's having lunch with, uh, you know, someone like Brian Burke. I mean... Uh, you tell me. What, what were they discussing? But surely do you think Mr. he was... Oh, well, we don't know. I mean, there's no uh, footage, there's no transcript, but I think we can probably guess uh, what someone of that nature was discussing. Uh, robbing pensioners, uh, plotting a murder, um, oh, baby-breaking. Who, who knows what... Uh, uh, well, I'm not saying that uh, Mr Rudd is selling children on the internet, but I mean, uh, is there any evidence he's not? I mean, who knows what they were talking about at that oh, restaurant? Surely he's... Oh, look, I just think he's uh, he's a murderer. Uh, probably uh, an arsonist. I mean, uh, you know, is that restaurant still standing? Do we know? Well, have you got any evidence that it is? I mean, who knows? Uh, Kevin Rudd and, and Brian Burke and uh, Bradley John Murdoch, who, of course, we know was uh, running right over there in WA, they probably burnt the place to the ground, probably what? to disguise the evidence. What evidence are you talking about? Well, the evidence is now gone. Oh. 
the restaurant is burned to the ground. He's uh, covered his tracks, and uh, that's pretty typical of uh, of Ivan Milat. Sorry, of, 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 of Kevin Rudd. Did I call him Ivan Milat? Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, just a, a slip of the tongue there. But Mr. Costello, you don't seem to have any evidence. Well, I, uh, okay, so. <laughs> We've established he's an arsonist and a baby broker. That's not enough for you people. Okay, so maybe he wasn't in the Langlow Forest, but I'm sure he was probably uh, there in spirit. Oh, just as he was um, helping to uh, cause the drought. What? How was he? Well, do you know? I mean, do you have any idea what was discussed at that restaurant? Who's to say Brian Burke and, and Kevin Rudd and uh, Eddie Amin weren't Eddie there? Hey, how uh, we know he sorry, well, do you know that he wasn't? You know, you call yourself a journalist, do your homework. I mean, you're talking about someone who's, uh, like I say, uh, peddling amphetamines. Really? Well, I mean, how do we know he's not? Well, why don't you ask him about that? Don't come to me with uh, questions about his uh, drug dealing and... uh, Music plagiarism. Oh, who knows what else he's involved in? Mr. Costello, what do you honestly think was yeah. discussed? As far as I know, it was uh, about taking kiddies and pensioners, defenceless uh, elderly people, uh, who I have a lot of time for, and uh, crushing them into a fine powder oh, in one of his uh, uh, death mills, death as, as I understand Where are the death Kevin calls them. Really? I don't think uh, anyone wants to see loved ones crushed into a fine powder and then distributed uh, through the prison system to murderers and uh, criminals of that sort. But how do you treasure? know that any of this well, is true? Uh, Surely there's no... I don't know. I mean, you, no he's evidence. the one who's uh, gone to the lunch. I mean, maybe you should ask him. Maybe you should contact him via his, uh, his killing fields. Oh, but I just say uh, sure. to the voters, do you want a convicted murderer running the country? If so, vote for Kevin Rudd, by all means. Go and have lunch with him and his uh, army of orcs. Look, 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 uh, all I know is uh, he was at that lunch. But beyond that, um, I refuse to be drawn into uh, speculation as to what was discussed. No further questions, thank you. Okay, there he is, that's politics covered. But next up... It's time to startle Bob Franklin once and for all on Triple M. Thank you, Robbie Williams. Let me entertain you here at Get This on Triple M. Bob Franklin is with us. Hit those bells, Mr. Marsler. What's the time to do, everybody? I think we know. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Let's startle Bob Franklin. That's him over there. That's <laughs> true. Now, what generally happens is we're the ones who end up getting startled. It's already happened in this half hour. Uh, <laughs> Bob, I mean, have you seen outside of this studio, has anything startled you in the last few months? No, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Last few years, in fact. Really? Unstartled. Um, Ed, you've got the Zoo magazine there. To me, that suggests desperation. It really does. What have you got? Crystal's column? No, no. No, no. Crystal's quiet this week. Bob, mm. the, Italian go- the Italian government has started handing out grants for 25 to 29-year-olds who still with their- live with their parents to move out. Still mm. living with your folks in Italy. 25 years old, they'll give you some cash to move out. Yes. No, I saw that coming. I <laughs> did. <laughs> Yes. I knew it. I knew that wouldn't work. The Italians, you know, they're always going in that direction. <sighs> All right. Fair enough. Mr. Marsland, have a crack. Okay. How about this one, Bob? At its peak in 1994, the Wonder Bra was selling at a rate of one every 15 seconds worldwide. It's an amazing statistic, wouldn't you say? Oh, not, uh, not if you look at bra sales during that period in general. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time? It was a boom time? Oh, it was a boom time for bras <laughs> and uh, the Wonder Bra. I was, I mean, it's all about timing in the bra industry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this isn't working. All right. Very, very uh, something from Ed Cavalli's life, perhaps. Uh, surely, Ed, from your recent behaviour, housemates, surely something there would, would startle Bob Franklin. Oh, you're not allowed to talk about them. Is that right? My housemate cleaned the bathroom, Bob. We've lived in the house four months. First time it's happened. Mm. Mm. Yes, what's he up to? <laughs> <laughs> You think it's suspicious? It's very suspicious. Okay. Not sure it's startling, but uh, I'd certainly... I'd check, you think I'd, I should check his room? Well, I'd have him tailed. All right, done. <laughs> what about the internet? Surely you've gotten onto the internet, say YouTube, and been startled by something you've seen on there. No. Nothing at all? <laughs> no. You know, there's quite a lot of your work 
on YouTube. Look out. Have you typed your own name into YouTube? No, no. There's hours and hours of you on a program called The Mick Malloy Show serving people cucumber sandwiches. Oh, yeah. It's very bizarre. It's very odd. It's a, a strange use of bandwidth. Hard to believe it was axed after eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't mention that word. Okay, we're getting nowhere. Nothing. Clearly, it's up to the listeners. Facts, information, anything at all that can stun him, knock him from his torpor, you know what to do. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Let's startle Bob Franklin. All right, startle Bob Franklin. One, triple, three, five, three. Get this. Just showing off. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Let's start about Franklin. Yes, it's time to play. Let's start about Franklin. Not to be confused with Let's Bewilder Let's Heath Franklin. That's a, Franklin. an old segment of ours here at Get This on Triple M, Bob. Are you ready to meet the listeners? Yes, indeed, yes. All right, who's going first here? Trevor, how are you? Good evening. Good afternoon, fellas, and Bob. All right, uh, away you go, Trevor. How drove? Hey, um, um, just... I went out clubbing with a friend, a few friends one night, and um, he actually picked up what he thought was a lady, and uh, we knew it was a bloke. We tried telling him, but didn't believe us, and he's actually still with him, her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember the night well, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> he's amused. He's tickled, certainly, but I don't think startled. He's still with her. That's terrific. All right. <laughs> See, I don't know whether they're saying you just look like might have been a man no. or actually is. No, no, is. Is. Yeah. Okay. Still unstarred. No, no. Must Seen it all before. Seen it all before. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Well, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Away you go. Um, I hope I can startle Bob. Okay. My brother actually goes out into the middle of the bush and catches quite venomous snakes then takes them home and milks them and drinks their venom. Bob, anything? What do you have that in uh, in a smoothie? <laughs> no, he just he just has the venom um, because he deals with snakes a lot. So he thinks it might build up his um, his anti or uh, an immunity to the venom. Right. So he's trying to become some sort of superhero, is he? No, no, no. He was actually bitten by a tiger snake a few months back. No, and he can't get enough. Lot, yeah, a lot of people die from that. He didn't die. Okay. Right, so this is before the drinking regime or after? After. Right, so how much should someone scull to bring up an immunity? I think it's not sculling yet. I mean, you can only get a little bit of milk out of the snake, but mm. whatever uh, venom does come out, he has that to build up his immunity. Well, that's okay. excellent. That's excellent work, and I wish him all the best with uh, <laughs> his snake with the rest of his venom drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, he certainly, I saw an eyebrow raise. A nice attempt, Nicole. We're going to nice, have to Nicole. move on. Okay, Colin, how are you? Good afternoon. I'm uh, very well. Uh, good to hear. Away you go. Well, I uh, read a little while back that scientists have worked out that there are now more people alive on the face of the earth than have died collectively in human history. In human history. Oh, it, it was a slight movement. So I think most of them have been at my gigs, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting, Colin. Yes. Oh, thank you. Interesting. Yes. Okay. That's certainly it's interesting. It's not startled, but there is a fluctuation on the eyebrow. Okay, nicely job, done. Startling uh, statistic there. All right, Colin's warmed him up. Now, Stuart, bring it home. Well, um, I thought Bob would like to know that uh, my wife and I have uh, watched every episode of Crash Burn, and uh, we kind of liked it. That's probably going to need more explanation, I think. No, I think you've done it, Stuart. <laughs> He's wide-eyed. He is definitely wide-eyed. Absolutely incredible. We've startled Bob Franklin. Yes, startled Bob Franklin. You've startled Bob Franklin. Thanks to everyone who called. Oh, Stuart, you are going to receive something from the Prize King's cupboard. Wonderful. What would you like? If you well, could... Is there anything left in his cupboard? Is there anything there, Ed? What have you got? Uh, in the yeah, DVD, I've, I've you got... crash burn. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, how about a, uh, a copy of America's Next Top Model, episode 13, that went to air uh, three or four months ago? Yeah, that's just a promotional one. What else have you got? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone's called him on it! Right, if that's what you want, then you're going to cop Chick Flicks, the ultimate collection, featuring music from The Devil Wears Prada. 
Uh, or, yeah, yeah. I, think, about a, I think that's what I'm stuck with, isn't it? What about a copy of our... Li- <laughs> oh, okay, no, we will startle this man, though, with what about limited edition CD illegal download from the team at Get This? Oh, you, I've already got that. You've oh, already got super, that? No, that's enough. This is. What know, about a barge-ass DVD? I've got that, too. He's got oh, that as well. Like, do we have any... All right, a lock of Richard's hair. There oh, you go, yeah. done. Oh, beautiful. Yep. All right, lovely. I can cry my own. Okay. <laughs> and a signed first edition of Catcher in the Rye, signed by J.D. Salinger, Stanley Kubrick and Thomas Pynchon. Wow. Is that good enough? Coming your way. Here we get this. Thanks, Stuart. Thanks, Stu. Yes, free balling. That's Tom Petty here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Bob Franklin is here. Uh, we've successfully startled him. Uh, moving on, however, um, any requests? Is there anything you can think of from the history of Get This that you would like to hear us play again, Bob? I, I don't know. Um, um, there must have been something. I mean, I just don't listen to... Uh... <laughs> anyone really (laughs) (laughs) we know that well luckily we do have some listeners who have called in someone claiming to be oh no no i can't read that out that's obscene uh shane smith that's much cleaner that'll do many of the emails are unfit for broadcast he wants to hear uh when we called a suicide hotline that sounds like it's going to be in bad taste this is from last year obviously relates to a few issues that were going on then can we hear that rich hello suicide hotline go ahead hello hello who's that are you all right Yes. Please, please, just just calm down. Uh, sorry, who who are you talking about? Little baby Suri. There hasn't been any photographs of it. Is this uh, the Tom Cruise's baby? Is that who you're talking about? Yes, yes baby Suri. R- right. Uh, uh, are you a relative of, of Tom Cruise? No, I'm just a normal person. And, and you're a, a, a Tom Cruise fan? Well, well, actually, I I did see Top Gun when I was at school, but and I think I might have seen Rain Man on TV. And, my husband likes the Mission Impossible films, but there's too many explosions for me. I'm so, not, uh, so hang on, so you I haven't really seen really any Tom Cruise films at all? What about Katie Holmes? I, I'm not even sure who she is. I think she was in something that my children watch. I don't, I don't know. There's no pictures. All right, of please just calm down. What about? Surely there's there's something else that, that can help here. Aren't there photographs of, of Princess Mary's baby? There are, but I'm over them. I want to see photos of baby Suri. What about uh, Brad and Angelina? Surely, surely... I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, you know, insiders say that Angelina's feeling clucky again already. Right. But I can't be sure because the sources aren't confirming it. They're not confirming... Right. What about... The pals? I don't know what the pals think or the friends. Even the onlookers can't confirm anything. I'm sick of Angelina. I need pictures of baby Zuri. Right, what about Nicole Kidman? Nicole, tell tell baby bub. I'm not even sure if it's real. I've looked at the photos. It might have been done with Photoshop. I can't tell. Beck and Leighton? I think Beck's feeling lucky as well, but I can't see a telltale baby bum there either. I just don't know where I stand anymore. I'm confused. L- look, let, let's take this one step at a time. Go back to Princess Mary. I mean, isn't she having another baby? Oh, look, apparently the baby bum is set tongues wagging. But I can't tell. I need babies. What about Vince and Jen? Vince and Jen, surely... I think Vince has derailed Jen's wedding plans. The fairy tale wedding is that going to happen? Misha Barton, surely... I don't want to know about Misha's trout pout, boot job, derailed wedding plans, fairy tale wedding, or that dress. That dress? What dress? Is it the one involved in the tug of love boob job anorexia fear scandal? Look, surely you could just find <laughs> some photos of any baby and just pretend that... That they're photos of baby Suri. Wouldn't that be just as a. I need new photos of baby Suri. I'm confused. I've got no direction. Can I ask. Can I ask, madam, who are you? What do you do for a living? I'm the editor of The Woman's Day. You're the editor? Yes. And if I don't get any photos, I'm going to throw myself under a train. You're right. You're the editor. (laughs) And you're going to throw yourself under a train. Yes, I am. You're right. Have you got an accurate timetable? Because I can send one. Okay, hope that helps. We're here to help a kid this on Triple M.
That must mean it's time to sign off here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Thank you very much, Fallout Boy, and thank you, Bob Franklin, for sitting in for the whole hour. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Tone, the whole program, your whole... Well, your whole life has been uh, <laughs> been a joy to watch. Well, it's available now for downloading on the Triple M website. News My entire life. Oh, Newstopia. Tonight, SBS, 10 o'clock. Yep. Going to be great. And switch over. If you're watching Summer Heights High, remember, Stratton's Beard means you should be on SBS <laughs> watching Newstopia. <laughs> anything else you'd like to plug, Bob? Any gigs or anything coming up? Nah, no, I'll just be wandering around outside. That's right. So say hello to him in the street. Fantastic. Walk up to him, get, an, get some advice on the World Cup. Mm. It's coming again in, I think, seven years. They're doing it all Close over time. again. Close. Oh, time for a key phrase. Time to sign off. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, listeners. And here is our key phrase. Whenever you want to just turn that frown upside down, get onto that Get This Petition. Very funny. This is my reaction every time. <laughs> okay, that's Mr. Fine. Will and Limo are next, and we'll be back tomorrow with Goosey Sexy. Yeah. Oh, yes, our final hurrah to Goosey, and it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara huge pulling power. Don't forget the China Hutch and the Butter Churn. Ooh.